0: What is up everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Shardog.com And today it is your best bets for the week as UFC 279 is coming up this weekend KSW uh, as well, I'll have a look at a, a couple of bets for that a really, really, really good KSW card actually this weekend So we'll have a, uh, a gander at a couple of those bets Um... Pretty good week last week. I believe three out of our four bets cashed. You know the flyer. We want to talk about the flyer. Uh, so it's been. A, it was a pretty good week last week, and we've had a, a couple of good uh, weeks. So we'll uh, we'll keep that train going here as we get into the big pay per view card. Um, please bet responsibly, as I say always. Keep it fun. You know, maybe make a couple of the undercard fights exciting. Throw a fiver on here or there you know, don't don't go mad, don't go insane, don't lose all your money or anything like that. Please keep it fun when you're a betting, especially with my betting tips as well because I'm looking at it obviously from uh, a mixed martial arts point of view more than anything else. Also, please keep the comments coming in the comment section. I love the last week you were, all, you were all giving me abuse. Saying that I, um, I compared Robert Whittaker to uh, Jack Hermanson when, like, I compared their movements at times. I, people are acting like as if I was a uh, Jack Hermanson to Robert Whittaker. Calm down, lads. Can't, but I'm only joking. Keep the comments coming. I love it. Um, and also, if you're commenting this week, say whatever you want, but let me know what your bet is. Let me know your bet for UFC two seven nine. I'll go back next week if I get enough of them in, uh, and I'll have a look. And whoever picked out the best bet, you'll have you know you'll have the bet of the week. So let us know in the comments section. Give your best bet, uh, and we'll try to make this a regular thing as well. Every uh, every pay per view event maybe, and uh, see who has the best bet. And maybe at the end of the year I might be able to get a prize for you. Or I don't know that. Maybe we will see. No, but that's that is not a promise in any way. No, Maybe a pro- maybe the prize is like a follow From me on Twitter. So maybe maybe that yeah maybe. But uh, yeah, let uh, let us know. Your bets in the comment section below. It's actually a very interesting week uh, in the world of uh, betting, or weekend in the world of MMA betting, because there's lots of um, there's lots of very interesting undercard fights in this, in terms of betting. I think, and maybe that's the fact that we don't have. Uh, even though my first bet is going to be from the main event, we don't have a massively uh, bet-friendly main event, I suppose uh, you, you could put it that way. Um, we, with a, a massive uh, favourite, obviously, and the card itself isn't the most stacked card in the world in terms of, like, title fights or number one contender fights or anything like that. Uh, there are lots of good people who, you know, there's a couple of maybe possible number one contender fights or one anyway, at least, uh, but nothing like no regular fighters that everyone would know week-in, week-out type of names. So... um it does leave a few interesting fights underneath, though, that we will have a look at. Right, first fight, I'm going to get to our first bet. No more messing about here. i know for Hamza Shemayev to win by a TKO KO uh, against Nathan Diaz, and that's plus 110. Now, it's funny, actually, I was looking at the best fight ads there, and they, they don't have to betting up for this, so I'm actually getting this from one of the the Irish... Uh, no free ads, So no, 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 from one of the Irish uh, betting organisations. Um... And he's plus 110 over there to win that. They have, they've been for Nick Diaz in a fight as well. He's only, uh, uh, you know, against Shemayev, which is a fight that we hope we'll never see. But uh, be careful with that as well, just in case. But uh, plus 110 Shemayev to win by TKO KO uh, against Nathan Diaz this weekend. Um, I, t- I, I, look, it's it's very interesting to talk about how we think this fight will go. Yeah. Um, I've been talking to a few people about it, obviously, and doing different previews in different spots and, and things. And I think most people have the opinion here that Nathan Diaz is going to go all out to win this fight. He's prepared like an absolute madman to prove the UFC wrong, you know, to get one over on Shimaev And he've probably you know he probably feels he has a way that he can win the fight, which is something, to be fair to Nathan Diaz, he often does feel... Quinn, me or you or a lot of people probably talking about the fight don't have that feeling whatsoever. You know, he had it for Leon Edwards, okay, didn't win the fight and lots of fights he doesn't win them but to have that feeling to have that mental kind of um, fortitude is, is a massive thing and i think it's something nathan has more than nick uh, and you know to not get him mixed up is probably a wise thing to do here a much better fighter i think as well and uh, nathan was especially you know in modern mixed martial arts but it was easier for him i suppose because he came later and named his brother to to rely on to to get all those uh, improvements from him but i think and th- my point there is that i think a lot of people that leads them to believe that <coughs> nathan will put on a good showing here When not maybe necessarily winning Um, And I can see their points I don't think I necessarily agree though Like I think Nathan is very much viewing this fight From what I've heard from him now And obviously he doesn't do that many interviews Or anything like that But it just seems like he's looking at this As this is my last UFC fight I have to take this fight To get out of the place I don't think uh, The necessity of winning or losing Is a massive thing here for Nathan Diaz I think the biggest necessity he has here is to get out of the UFC. Um, And when that's the case, I don't know that he will... Like, Nathan Diaz is a funny guy, and the Diaz brothers are funny guys. They, They take pride almost more in putting on a fight, putting on a show, putting up a performance than they do in winning. And, like, almost the ultimate disrespect for them is not to put up a fight, you know? And not to say Nathan has done that before, but there are certain fights where he's been more prepared than others, if you want to put it that way. And if this is one of those fights, I think Shamaya will absolutely destroy him, like destroy him badly early. Um, and if it's not, I think he'll finish him too. <laughs> so... so a uh, prepared Nathan Diaz and unprepared Nathan Diaz, I just think Shamayev is going to be, first of all, too big, second of all, too strong, and third of all, too dominant. I think he's just going to pick him up, ragdoll him, put him on the ground. Like, I I, I was doing a podcast the other day and I go, look, maybe Nathan Diaz will get a triangle. And when you're talking about someone maybe winning via triangle in MMA in 2022, you're in an awful state of affairs looking for ways for them to win. Uh, I think... I think Shamayev is going to absolutely gut him here. I think he's just going to destroy him. I think he's going to pick him up, pull him around the cage, like Daemon Targaryen with the, the crab feeder, like, little, like cut him in half and pull him around. I really do. I think he's just going to absolutely destroy him. Now, a win here for Nathan would be to kind of land a late punch or <laughs> you know something like that make him tired to win the last round. I I just don't think like it's funny to say I don't I don't think Shamayev has kind of the, the defaults in his game that Leon Edwards has. Leon Edwards is a champion now and everything, but I I think that's kind of true. Like I I think Leon is easier got to than than Shamayev, and even then I didn't think he would get to Leon. Uh so maybe there's a point in that for for Nathan, but I just. Look, the, the Diaz brothers have always struggled with their takedown defense and with wrestling and I think he does, he'll struggle on the feet as well against Shamayev because he hits very hard the difference is like if you look go back and look at the McGregor fights McGregor didn't want to go to the ground with him when he hit him hard Shamayev if he hits him hard and knocks him down will be happy to go to the ground with him jump into his guard land elbows land ground abound. Um and I just don't think he can survive that he's as tough as nails has an unbelievable chin has only been finished a couple of times but that almighty barrage, I don't think he will have, like Shamayev will have the same things coming back at him that he did in that Gilbert Burns fight to make him kind of pay. Um, And if he can k- just keep walking through and walking through and walking through, I don't think this is the sort of one where he gets tired because he spends three rounds destroying him. I think it's the type of one where the destruction kind of leads to a stoppage. I could see it similar, something like a Dr. Stoppage, a cut stoppage, or something like that, with elbows, but I think it's going to be, uh, a TKO, KO, for, uh, for some of you, either way, actually, if it is a Dr. Stoppage, does that count as a TKO, KO, I don't know, someone needs to like, call in the TMO here, the assistant referee, but yeah, I think, uh, I think he will finish him anyway, inside the distance, plus 110, I think that's a, I think that's great, great value. Now, that might, obviously I said, that's from an Irish uh, betting uh, firm there, so maybe that'll change, or maybe it's different over in the States, but that's the price it is here anyway. Um, Right, my next bet of the week, I'm going for uh, Tom Breeze over in KSW. Uh, He's minus 163, and I'm going for him to uh, beat Damian Yanukovsky. I think before this, I'll have a preview out for the whole KSW card, and I broke that. A fight down um, in you know in great detail, so you can go and listen to it there. But you know if anyone knows Yanukovsky he's um, a really 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 good wrestler. Uh, throws lots of suplexes. Although he's been kind of banned from uh, throwing them now, often gets drawn into battle. So this could be a really really fun fight. He's a big right hand with a lot of power on it. Um, you know, and obviously that wrestling as well is is phenomenal. Won a bronze medal uh, at the 2012 Olympics in Greco-Roman wrestling. Tom Breeze in on the other side. You know, I just mentioned Leon Edwards. Tom Breeze is one of Leon Edwards' kind of top coaches and one of his you know top training partners and has been for years. Uh, a team renegade in Birmingham. Um, he was won the levels fight championship after falling out of the UFC. He's had a lot of kind of uh, issues mentally, I suppose. And I don't think anyone can question Tom Breeze's ability uh, technically inside the case. And I think going over away from the spotlight, maybe with maybe not a lot of people watching in the UFC, or not a lot of people from his hometown, maybe being at the fights or anything like that. I think that's a benefit for Tom Brees, and I think having a fight in KSW and a fight like this in KSW will be the start of the place where he'll be able to provide um, a performance as well. So you know, BJJ black belt, very very high level <clears throat> on the ground, and a very very good striker as well. Uh I think Breeze will be able to use his size here. I think he'll be able to keep him at bay. And if uh, Yanikovsky does get kind of drawn into a war, uh, I think that'll kind of play into Breeze's hands a little bit. He has loads of power as well. Very, very good technical fighter. And it's the sort of one where I could see Yanikovsky coming in, getting caught with something inside, maybe hard pushed against the cage. You know, maybe get finished at the start of the next round or something like that. I, I really think this is a certified Breeze will win in that area. Uh, now, if he gets taken down, it, it's going to be issues. And against the cage as well, he needs to be very careful because, you know, the the Greco background, the Yanukovsky and the suplexes and everything like that as well. Uh He has to be careful. It's not an easy fight by any means, but I like Brees here. I like his boxing. I like his power. I like his size to win this fight. And even if it does go to the ground, he has that BJJ black belt as well. Really, really high level there. And I talk to a lot of people in the UK and they'll tell you uh, about, uh, about Tom Brees and how good he is. Uh, on the ground So yeah I'm going for Breeze here Minus 163 Over in KSW um, wh- While we're here We might as well talk about do you know I'll wait till the end. I'll talk about some of the other KSW prices there then um, Right my third bet of the week And This bet Is Not by any means assured But I looked at this price And it's Tony Ferguson A plus 266 To beat uh, Li Zhang Liang uh I, I, I just couldn't turn it down, to be honest, I could not turn it down, like Lee is a good fighter, he's a, he's a good fighter, he's maybe not had the best run over the last while, um, and Tony Ferguson has definitely not had the best run over the last while, to put it mildly, but he's now gone up to welterweight, he will, I think the weight cut was a thing that was a hindrance for Tony Ferguson for a while you even look at him he looks very drawn in I think that extra bit of timber on him will help him to take shots it will help him to um, put out the game plan that he likes to put where it's go forward kind of make you quit start the game plan and I don't think he necessarily makes Xing, uh, Xing Liang quit but I think he could put him under enough pressure where he exploits, I think Zhang like Yang is a very good all-around fighter and it's easy to look at Shamaya fight, So I got picked up and taken down but there's been a couple of fights where he has maybe shown a slight wrestling vulnerability, especially when kind of pushed backwards if Ferguson can push him back maybe get a double leg, get the fight to the ground, I think it's an area where Tony Ferguson can win this fight now I think to win to, to do that, Tony Ferguson probably need a smarter game plan than he's used to outputting, uh and a smarter game plan, maybe with his insane go forward game plan that he normally has. So I think, I think it kind of has to be a two part win here for Tony Ferguson. I understand why Zhang Yang is a favourite with Ferguson going up in weight and with how his career has been going recently. Like, this is the type of one, right, where you make this bet knowing that it could be the last time you ever bet in Tony Ferguson. Because if he loses this fight, that kind of, I think, is it for Tony Ferguson at, at the highest level. There, uh, I've had a few of these fights recently, and I, I like. I could be wrong. I had one um, with Tyron Woodley against Vicente Luca. and it was a, it was a while ago now. But when he lost that fight, you just knew his time at the top level was was gone. You know, it was it was done. So at that stage, and I think it's the same here for Tony Ferguson. This is his last, you know, breath. I suppose. I think at his prime, even with the weight class differential, uh, I think I, I think he's a you know, a very good matchup in terms of... Or Jing Yang is a very good matchup for Tony Ferguson. These days, though, like if they get into a boxing match, who's probably going to get hurt more? Maybe maybe it will be Ferguson, you know? And if Ferguson takes that backward step, so I, think, as backward step I think it certainly will be him. Um, and if he gets pushed against the cage, I think it certainly will be him who's probably on the losing side of that as well. So he has to have that go forward, in my opinion. Um, and he has to get this fight to the ground, I think, as well, and get on top and look if you can get the back and get a submission all well and good Uh, but I think I think that price of 260 plus 266 I think it's just about tempting enough if it was plus 150 I don't think I'd go for it even if it was plus 200 I don't think I'd go for it but I am betting the price I did this a couple of weeks ago and it paid off for me I am betting the price here more than anything else that's a tempting enough last ever bet in Tony Ferguson price if you want to put it that way now this That bet probably should be my flyer But I have another flyer So I'm going to Do you know what? I like my flyer bet more than I, I like this bet If I'm being honest uh, But yeah, I'm going for uh, my third bet of the week Tony Ferguson Straight up plus 266 Maybe not <laughs> Right my, um, my fourth bet of the week And my final of the four And then we'll have the flyer uh, Is Hakim daudu At minus 205 uh, To beat Julian Arosa um, I'm not sure if this fight. Maybe, maybe I'll be able to look it up here while I, while I'm on with everyone. But is is this a short notice fight? Let me have a look here again. I, it, it must be because like this matchmaking uh, makes uh, makes very little sense. I, I actually don't think it is. Uh, it, it is a short notice fight. So they just made this fight, Julian Russa versus Hakim Daudu. It makes very little sense to me. Like Doudou is the type of guy who I think is like on the way up to be a top five type top six type of guy okay he lost to if a couple of fights ago and he came back and he beat a, a Trezano but he was on a good win streak before that and everything and now look you look at Rosa as well and okay he has some good wins over Jordan a Peterson as well but I I don't think he has that win or, or you know the maybe the impressiveness of, of what Dawoodoo has done in his career to date um like I, I think it's one of it's one of those fights where Daudu is probably winning this by decision. I would think. I just think he's too strong everywhere. Julian Arosa's takedown defense, I don't think, is uh, magnificent. Uh, and I think Daudu has a good, um, you know, a, a good all around game, good wrestling, good at uh, taking the guys down. And you know, maybe, maybe I'm going a little bit too far by saying he's, you know, going about cracking the top five or something like that. Maybe crap, cracking the top fifteen at that weight class, but. I I just think that look, I talked about the setback against Ivlaev and it was a decision as well it was his, you know, he's only lost since 2018 against Danny Henry and you know, it was one of two losses in his career where Julian Ross has kind of felt that a little bit more Every time I see Hakim Doudou, I kind of think that this guy is going to kick on and, you know his, as I said, his last three in a row the last four in a row, all decisions, one loss and three wins. And it's a little bit like, you know, Sadiq Yusuf as well as another guy who kind of has made that kick on and is similar sort of fighter, I think. And they have, you know, they have all the kind of the, the physical attributes. They have all the technical attributes just to put it all together. I think Julian Rosa is a good matchup for Dawadu. And I think he, it's the type of fight where Dawoodoo will come in here early. Um... Erosa will throw a, a lot of shots, a brad shots, he'll step under, take him down, and I think, think that'll kind of be the end of the fight, because he will know, and, and not necessarily the end of the fight right there, but I think he will know after that, that this guy is only going to fight this way, and if I try to control this fight, I can win it. Now, is very good, actually, in not letting lads control him, and that's the one tough thing, I think, here for Dawoodoo, but I think, I think he's smart enough, good enough, physical enough to be able to control Erosa more than most guys uh, while being able to land off the shots. to control itself obviously he's not going to win it, but if there's five minutes of control and the other guy's not allowed to land or not able to land anything, then we know who's going to win that round if they land it a bit themselves. So I, that's just the, the route I see this fight going, to be honest. I just think it'll be one of those... Erosa, just, you know, if you're a fan, let's say, of Erosa, and he gets back up to his feet, that's one of those ones, okay, now's your, chance, now's your chance, and boom, takedown. I think it's going to be one of those frustrating fights. Now, having said that, Doudou, I'm sure, maybe we'll try to test it on the feed a little bit, but as I say again, he'll probably get to the area where um, there is an easier opportunity to get the W, and I think he'll take it. So, yeah, I'm going for Doudou there to win that one, um, and the, uh, the price on that one is uh, minus... Uh, 205, so minus 205 there for that one. Right, my uh, flyer of the week is a- an interesting one, love, and I'm going for Johnny Walker, Ireland's on Johnny Walker. I d- actually, I think didn't Daudu, Daudu train an SPG for as well, as well so Hakim, Ireland's own Hakim Daudu as well. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Walker, I'm going to go for him to win by TKOKO in round one at plus 650, right? Plus 650. I, I'm a big fan of this bet, he's fighting Ian Kutilaba 16-7-1 got knocked out in the first round in his last fight. Two fight three fights ago before that got knocked out in the first round, the fight before that got knocked out in the first round come on come on lads, come on come on Johnny Walker, plus 650 This is, I think this is a crazy price, I think this is going to be my first um, flyer bet that's going to have worked out in ages because I think Johnny Walker has improved in all areas. Okay, he's had a bit of issues himself, and he's for fu- like I think people are probably betting and looking at the um, uh, the uh Jam- Jamal Hill fight a bit too much, uh, because that's Jamal Hill to me is. I, I'm going to say it right And P, here's the comment section Where they go mad at me The best light heavyweight In the world right now I, th- I think he is I think he's that good I think he's fantastic Obviously you know Yuri Prachka And Vadim Nimkov And a few other lads I'm sure will have something To say about that Glover Teixeira And, and Jan Blachowicz And others uh, But I think he's right up there And okay He got knocked out In the first round by him But Kutelab is no Jamal Hill Kutelab is no Jamal Hill He's not Chago Santa either I don't think And Kutalaba will come out and he will let those hands fly because he'll have seen what happened in the last fight. If Johnny Walker is at any way smart, he will just stand back, wait for him to throw those shots, wait for him to stand there in the pocket as he invariably does and throw one big counter right hand and knock him out. And God Almighty, if that doesn't happen... We can forget about Johnny Walker. We can forget We can forget about him. Because this is the type of matchup that Johnny Walker just has to win. He has to win this art of matchup. And I think if he does, I think he'll do it early. Because the Thiago Santos-Johnny Walker... Okay, we, we look, we looked at the, the Hill-Johnny Walker. We looked at Thiago Santos-Johnny Walker. We said one was too aggressive. One wasn't aggressive enough. I think if you go for the non-aggressive one that we saw against Thiago Santos, I think he'll still win this fight by knockout early. Really. Because... Kutalaba will just give it up to him now Kutalaba might catch him as well if he goes oh, mad altogether like he did against Shamal he'd probably get caught and knocked out himself let's be honest here, because Kutalaba does hit hard but he's he's just so open that I think I really think that the newfound ability newfound technical ability of Johnny Walker and his lint and his size will but be just too much will be just a surely 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 his coaching staff will be telling him just wait draw him in and then boom hit and that's good to lab as the type of guy who will throw three, four, five fights. Uh, sorry, shot fight. Um, but he won't throw three, four, five shots, stop, and then throw three, four, five shots more in a kind of a separate entity of uh, combinations. He will, he'll throw 20 shots in a row if he gets you against the cage or gets you hurt or you just, you know, scramble under or whatever. He will do that. But I, I really think if he thinks the... If Kutalaba thinks the combination is over, if he thinks the series is over after four or five of his punches, that's the area where you catch him. And I think Johnny Walker can do that. I think he will do that. And plus six fifty, what a price. Plus six fifty. I love that price. So there you go. Great price. Right, let's run through some of the bets. Um I have the uh, the Diaz bets here and the uh, for, for the Shemaya fight. Uh let me just look oh yeah I can get him in I think I can get him in decimal points here I think so oh no I can't actually I I'm getting frowned you'll have to you have to live with the fractions I'm sorry the Americans just for uh, just for the main event but I'll get back to the rest of them for the rest so Shamayev is 12 to 1 on so what's that plus minus 1200 or I, is it minus 1100 I'm not sure now, 12 to 1 on uh, 11 to 2 Nathan Diaz so that's um plus 550 there I believe uh yeah I think that's just about right, if I'm being honest. The Shemayev, um, eleven to ten for KOTKO to win on points, point six to one. So the judges or the the betting uh, crew doesn't think it'll go to the judges uh, to win by submission eight to five. So less than two to one there. What, what is that around plus one seventy five or something like that, or plus one fifty ish. Yeah, I think Diaz, he might get submitted, but I think it's more than likely a TKO KO here. And it's all over, plus uh, 600, 1600 even for Diaz. 16 to 1 KO, 20 to 1 points, 17 to 1 via submission there for him. Um, the round betting, Shumayev's is a favourite to finish it in the first 15 to 8, uh, if you like that. How will the fight end? KO, to just someone to win the t- uh, KO is. Um, ten to eleven submission, thirteen to ten so plus thirteen hundred there and ninety two for the fight to go to a decision. You know, not a bad bet, maybe not not a bad bet there. But we'll uh, we'll see how that goes anyway. Right, let's uh, look at some of the other fights here on UFC two seven nine. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez plus one six nine minus one nine four against Kevin Holland. Never a great one for betting on Kevin Holland, to be honest. Although I think I might have given him once before, but I was probably that's probably why I'm not a great one to bet on Kevin Holland, to be honest. Uh yeah, I think he's probably rightly the favourite, but I'm I just I believed in Kevin Holland once, and I think for a lot of people to believe in Kevin Holland once and then stop believing in him. So it's very hard to kind of get back on that train, but we'll see, I suppose. Uh, Zhang Yang minus uh, 1, uh, 6, sorry, minus minus three one six plus two six six for Ferguson. I'm going for Ferguson there based on that prize. I think it's, I just think it's a little bit too wide, if I'm being honest. Uh, Kutalaba is a minus minus two two five favorite over Johnny Walker. I think that's mad, to be honest. Plus 190, Johnny Walker. I, I think Walker should be favorite there, if I'm being honest, but I don't know. Irina Aldana, minus 175. That's a good fight there. Plus 150 against Macy Chaison. Uh... That was one of my bets. I was looking at honestly. I was going to give Aldana there, but there's I don't know. There's something about Chaisan that I just uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I I would fear for Aldana. Small, but I do think she'll win. But uh, yeah, I will. Uh, I just avoided that one to be honest. Toulalan minus. 135 for Pickett and he is plus one fifteen to Tulan Dawadu. Uh, as I mentioned minus two oh five plus one seventy five for Erosa. Uh, Turkali uh, plus fifty plus five five zero. Uh, Jael Jayelta and Almeida minus seven hundred. Now Almeida's one of these guys. Let's see what the Almeida submission price is if it's up. Uh, it is minus one fifty. That tells you a lot. I think he will probably win by submission. Uh Charge Barnett against Jake Collier. The, the the prop for her the KO isn't up yet, but the under two and a half rounds is minus one fifteen. I like that there. Uh minus four twenty five for Collier. I think that's just about right, plus three twenty-five for Barnett. Uh Arlinger. Plus 135. Uh, Ali Alatang, who I'm a big fan of. I think he's a good fighter, and I think he will win that fight. Uh, minus 155. Daniel Wolf, and on your second ever pro MMA fight. Uh, big, big underdog here. Plus 310. Norma DeMant, who I think is a very good fighter. Minus 375. Look, it depends how special Daniel Wolf is, you know, coming over. Where's she coming from? Boxing or somewhere, isn't it? Uh, an interesting fight, but yeah, I think that the odds are right there. Uh, Elise Reed. Minus uh plus one four eight. Uh Melissa Martinez minus one seven three the favourite. And Darian Weeks uh, against uh, Johan Lines, uh minus one one nine for Weeks just about the favourite against Lines, minus one oh one. Oh I don't know in there. The, the betting for the TKO KO isn't out in that yet. I like Lines uh KO there. So if you can get the betting on that maybe during the week, maybe it'll be plus two or three hundred. Uh, I I would uh I, I would go with that one. So um yeah, we will leave it there. I'll recap my bets again. Go for Shamayev to win in the main event against Nathan Diaz at plus 110 to win by TKO TK Uh Tom Breeze over KSW to beat Damian Janikowski, minus 163. Plus 226 for Tony Ferguson against Li Jiang Liang. Hakim Dawdu against Julian Ross as minus 205. And Johnny Walker to knock out Ian Kutilaba in the first round at plus 650, the big one for the Flyer this week. Should be good. Should be good. Alright everyone, thank you very much for listening. My name is Sean Sheehan for Shardog.com I'll see you all next time.